BJP President J.P. Nadda sprang a surprise on his party parliamentarians in a virtual meeting last Friday. He told them to focus on development and refrain from making remarks on religious or cultural issues, which may take communal overtones. BJP members must be wondering who the message was for. Obviously, Nadda would not be unmindful of Amit Shah's speeches about 18th century Mysore ruler Tipu Sultan. Just a week before Nadda's meeting, Shah had asked the people in Mangaluru whether they should vote for the Congress or the Janata Dal who believe in Tipu, quote-unquote. He wants Karnataka voters to choose between Tipu believers and Prime Minister Narendra Modi who is giving them a temple in Ayodhya. Again, on uh, 14th of February, I think, Karnataka BJP chief and MP Nalin Katil said that only the devotees of Ram and Hanuman could stay and Tipu, Tipu children should be driven away. So why this sudden change of heart? Why is Nadda asking BJP MPs to steer clear of such issues? Development has always been supplementary to Hindutva in the, in the BJP's campaign strategy. Why gag party MPs now? It can't be because the ruling party wants a secular discourse in a year when G20 leaders come visiting. If the BJP bothered so much about international opinion, it wouldn't be vilifying the BBC, no matter what income tax officials found or did not find in their surveys of the BBC broadcasters' offices in India. I'm not saying whether these raids were right or wrong. I'm just saying that while India does care about global opinion, the BJP calling the BBC Brust Bakwas Corporation showed its readiness to take on critics in India or abroad. Rightly or wrongly. The reason for Nadda's advice to BJP MPs also can't be that there are assembly elections in two Christian dominated states, Meghalaya and Nagaland, next week, and the BJP wants to pause polarizing rhetoric until then. That would be politically naive. No matter which regional party wins in those states, the BJP is likely to be part of the government. This confidence was evident from Amit Shah's attack on Meghalaya Chief Minister Conrad Sangma for his family, uh, quote-unquote, eating the money of the poor of Meghalaya through corruption. It didn't matter that the BJP has been a part of the same Sangma-led government. In fact, it has a minister in that government. So is it that the BJP is seeking an image makeover after PM Modi's advice to reach out to Pasmandas in Bohras? Unlikely. For the party has never officially taken cognizance of what the PM said. Not even when he called himself a part of the family of Daudi Bohras after inaugurating their Arabic Academy in Mumbai uh, a few days back. Anyway, Hindutva is not just an ideology, but a way of life for the BJP leaders. To suggest that it wants an image makeover virtually amounts to, I would say, a sacrilege. So was Nadda's speech meant to convey a message to a parliamentarian Manoj Tiwari, who had visited Bhageshwar Dham in Madhya Pradesh to publicly endorse controversial godman Dhirendra Krishna Shastri as some leaders told me, I think unlikely because Chief Minister Shivara Singh Chauhan himself is going overboard to prove himself a Hindu to a hardliner. There is another explanation being offered to me. A section of BJP leaders believe that polarizing strategies have very limited appeal in pole-bound Karnataka, that is uh, within the coastal region only, and so the BJP should abandon it to focus on PM Modi and his works. But the counter-argument one hears in Karnataka is, the BJP's Modi-centric campaign in 2018 assembly election also had a limited impact in the southern state. 
It's the same argument again. The people vote for PM Modi when they have to vote for him. But when they have to vote for the chief minister, they use their own discretion. Besides that double-engine growth of phrase PM Modi uses while campaigning in the assembly elections has lost its appeal in Karnataka after the Bombay-led government's rather disappointing record. That leaves the BJP with the Yadurappa's time-tested uh, caste-centric electoral strategy. But the former chief minister, the BJP's potent Lingayat trump card, has been smarting under the humiliation of being ousted. Bombay, his successor, has sought to match him by playing the reservation gambit, promising to upgrade the quota for vocal Ligans and Lingayats in the state. However, it has been a non-starter electorally. Besides, the BJP has worked very hard over several months trying to bring about communal polarization in the state. From the hijab to halal and Tipu Sultan controversies, the BJP doesn't have much to gain by abandoning such politics barely three months before the election. That's not the BJP's style of politics anyway. Nadda's latest advice to MPs could be seen in the context of what PM Modi told MPs and MLAs about five years back. If everyone comments on everything, then conversations around issue changes. It harms the country, the party and our own image. That was the Prime Minister telling party MPs in 2018. It wasn't the first time though. In 2014 also, I think in November or December, Modi had given the MPs a strict warning not to address the nation out of turn. Address the nation, quote unquote. BJP MPs have obviously not been paying heed to the Prime Minister's warnings. Just as they did not follow his strict and repeated instructions to attend Parliament. Well, in 2017, Modi had uh, told the MPs that attending Parliament was their duty. He warned them several times after that. The last one was uh, in December 2021, when he said that MPs should change themselves or there will be changes. And on that time, actually, his message uh, drove home because many MPs were feeling scared when I was talking to them. Like when he says there will be changes, it has many meanings. But the changes did not happen this time either. So on the 8th of February, during a debate on the union budget in the Lok Sabha, the speaker had to adjourn the house, adjourn the proceedings for want of quorum as ruling party, even ruling party MPs were absent. So how is it that BJP MPs are defying Prime Minister Modi? So much so that the Prime Minister seems to have almost given up. I mean, he did not even react to what happened in Lok Sabha on the 8th of February. And now, Nadda is trying to achieve what the PM could not in terms of disciplining parliamentarians, MPs. I was talking to many BJP leaders to understand why Nadda said what he said. So one of them told me, you people, he meant uh, media, don't understand the BJP. Do you think any MP would dare defy the PM if the latter was really serious? Or for that matter, defy even Nadda? Well, valid questions and therefore I must turn to my old favourite Bob Dylan. The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. I'm sorry to wind up this episode again with a question. But well, I don't have any answer. You can just go ahead and listen to Bob Dylan. Thanks for watching.